the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr. of Agape MC Ministries of Military Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life Through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you. And on the rock, a kingdom of love, together we walk by faith, with power and grace, forever your word will reign, we are reigning in life Welcome reigning in life through faith family to another exciting broadcast. I am Dr. Renee Mills. And I am Pastor Jerome Mills. You know, we here at Agape Embassy Ministries were so blessed to have Dr. Mills as our shepherd, and he has truly been missed. But the strong foundation through the Word of God he has laid here at the embassy and in the lives of those of you who tune into the broadcast is evident. So listen, you guys. We know where he is and we rejoice. And we also continue to be obedient to the plan and the purpose that God has for Agape. We just wanted to stop and say thank you for your continued support of this awesome radio broadcast. I am so godly proud of my son who has accepted the mantle and God is truly using him. Thanks, Mom. So if you're ever in the Alexandria, Virginia area, come and stop by the embassy for one of our weekly services. We just wanted to say we love you and we hope to see you soon. Enjoy this powerful series from Dr. Mills entitled Spiritual Authority, Gifts. Now, anytime that we have a gift, we understand we also have the ability to perform in that gift. God has given us the ability because Gifts are given according to our ability. Are you with me? Okay. So let's look at uh, God's, God's word. God's word says this. Each of you as a good manager must use the gift that God has given you to serve others. You think that you're a good manager. How are you serving somebody else? Uh, the contemporary English version says, each of you has been blessed with one of God's many wonderful gifts. Now, what does it say? Each one of us, right? We're talking about everybody now. We're not talking about some people. We're talking about everybody has a gift. Everybody has a gift. You know, I, uh, years ago, when we first got started, you know, we had, we, I would tell, um, uh, Mothers, because I, I, it just you know, Lord had placed on my heart because this was, this was an issue, 
could still be an issue where mothers disrespected their boy children by walking around half naked in front of them, not understanding that there was a boy, there was a man in that boy. And I'm wondering how many people are disregarding each other, not understanding that they have a gift in there in them for me, you, I. You understand what I'm saying? Matter, no matter who they are, little kids, they still have gifts. Everybody has a gift. And a lot of times, parents don't respect because they haven't even thought about it. They don't even think about the fact that this kid have a gift in them that God has given to supply somebody else with, even parents. Are you all with me? And so it's, it's vital that we, that we have this understanding about the body of Christ, not just because you see some grownups. I mean, those kids today, I mean, they were supplying you with something. I mean, sure, we oh, they're so cute. Oh, did you hear that? Oh. No, and, and, and you're not taking that as a gift from God that is supplying you with something. They're very innocent. They just sung, they sung very innocently so that you could hear what God was saying through them. But was that the way you took it? Oh, the kids sound great. Oh, aren't they nice? What was God saying to you through them? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Years ago, I I, I realized, um, and I I started listening to my kids. I started listening to my kids. You know, once I got this understanding from God, I started listening to my kids because I understood God could speak through them to me. And and, and in, in a lot of cases, he did. He did. I pay, a clinch, pay attention. I don't know whether you all, but it would be something that you should start doing if you don't. Pay attention to every word that somebody says. Every word. Pay close attention to every word that someone says. And don't just disregard the words. I listen. I listen carefully. Somebody says something, I'm, I'm listening. And if it goes sideways of God's word, I'm going to stop you right there. But I'm listening to see whether or not God is saying something to me through you. Are you all with me? We all should be like that. If we, if we know that everybody has a gift and that the gifts are there to supply us, then we should be listening very carefully to what someone is saying and not just disregarding what somebody says. 
is God speaking to me through you? Amen. Are you all with me? That means also that we should be careful what we say. Are you with me? Okay. So he says in verse 10 and and contemporary English verse says, each of you has been blessed with one of God's many wonderful gifts to be used in the service of others. To be what? To be used what? In the service of others. Let Let me back up for again. Each of you has been blessed with one of God's many wonderful gifts to be used in the service of others. So use your gift well. Know that you are a gift. And don't just frivolously do something. Understand, God wants to use you to serve somebody else. So be ready for God to use you to serve somebody else. Listen to the spirit of God. We all feel with, we all, we all been recreated. Amen. We are new creations. And he has, if you're filled with the spirit of God, then you have been, you have been given the spirit of God who now speaks to your spirit who now your spirit speaking to your mind so that it can come out your mouth, whatever God has for someone else. Are you listening to me? Okay. So we're not just going to listen to anything. Our thoughts, we're not just going to, because you know, the devil gives us thoughts as well. So we don't want to just throw a thought out there just because it came to our mind. Have we weighed that thought and know that this is a thought that comes from God and not from Satan? What are we doing? What are we doing doing with these thoughts that come to our mind? Huh? If it's a thought, you know, and I I say, you know, most most of the time, you know, we are being critical of other people before we forgive them. So if we have critical thoughts of other people, where are those thoughts coming from? Can't come from God. And we have, we have people that think, um, I'm not going to anybody Christ, who think that they can just say whatever they want to say, do whatever they want to do, you understand? Because, you know, hey, this is the way I think. Okay, but you're letting the devil use you. Can't do that. Are you with me? Now, we, 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 we've been in the world. We've been educated by the world. And a lot of what we've been, uh, been, been educated with, it, it doesn't line up with God's word. Some things, you understand. Uh, we have to be careful what we say, how we say it. Because it's not... It's not what we who are believers should be using. It doesn't edify. It doesn't encourage. 
we're, we are always used as God's prophetic message to someone. So it should, it should build a person up. It should edify the person. It should encourage the person, not tie the person down. Amen. This is reading he says now, so use your gift well. Use your gift well. We've all been given a gift. And then he, then he goes into verse, verse uh, well, let me, let me go to the amplified version with that. It says this, as each of you have received a gift, a particular spiritual talent, a gracious divine endowment, employ it for one another as befits good trustees of God's many-sided grace. In other words, God has entrusted us with, with a gift that comes from him. That's what he's talking about. Are you with me? This, this is, it's, it's like, um, it's like if I gave you, you know, uh, well, yes, yesterday, uh, uh, I had given Chris the key to give to a guy who was working on our, uh, our, um, our, our air conditioning. Okay. So I, when I give you something, I'm entrusting that to you. I'm not entrusting that to you to now misuse it or abuse it, but to use it for the purpose that I have given it to you for. Are you with me? Um, the word of God says that the gifts of God are without repentance. In other words, God doesn't take his gifts back just because you misuse or abuse his gifts. Y'all understand what I'm saying? That's the reason he says, use it well. Because that doesn't mean that just because you have a gift, it's going to be used right. Be used wrong. You know, there's, uh, there is, now the word of God says, you know, love one another, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And love is a gift itself, right? Let me tell you something right now. In the church, you see, we always have to be careful that we don't misuse love. When you find out, you know, because it's, you know, people say, well, I love you, you know, and love is an action. How many of y'all know love is an action? Love is an action. So some people learn how to do something. You understand what I'm saying? Um, it's not coming from their heart. It's coming from their head. So they learn how, you know, they learn how you're supposed to act in love. You understand what I'm saying? But it's mis- misused. And I've seen this done in church, understand, where young men come in and take advantage of women because they're supposed to be loving them as Christ loved the church. It's very easy to miss. It's very easy, and especially because women are emotional, you understand. They think um, uh, not that the guy um, really. Um, well, you think that, you know, that sometimes it, it, it initially might look like it's spiritual, but it's not spiritual. It's a ploy. And, and, and this whole love thing, you understand, they use it. I've, I've seen it. I've seen it happen. I know. And, and, and the first thing, you know, I, I don't know why I'm on here, but I'm, I'm going to hang in here right for, for a few minutes, okay? Just for a few minutes, okay? Because something happened in this church some years ago where uh, this girl wanted to get married. And this guy, I don't know where she found a guy. I don't know, somebody, anyway, he's supposed to be, you know, a believer. 
And he played up. And all the thing he wanted to do was get in the bed. She would not go to bed with him before she married him. I'm telling you what we know. And um, this guy married this girl specifically as it was like a vendetta against her because she would not go to bed with him before they got married. And that was, that was her thing, you know. No, you can't go to bed with me unless, unless we're married. So he married her. And then after he went to bed with her, he wanted an annulment. Yeah. Firstly, okay. The fourth person in the Godhead just spoke us. <laughs> and uh, the fourth person in the Godhead just told me that they didn't go through premarital counseling like I had admonished her because she was a member of the church and he wasn't. But then he came, you understand, to and joined the church. I'm telling you, it slicks us in the church. And they will misuse and abuse gifts. Prophecy is another area where in the church, very much misused and abused to get someone to do what they want them to do. I didn't just start this yesterday. I've been around for a while. And I can spot things. Holy Spirit just have me listen. You know, spotting things. Are y'all with me? Can you understand what I'm saying? This is reading. He says, "Use your gift well, because you can you can take advantage of other people with your gift. It's a gift from God." Hey, WAVA family. This is Pastor Jay here, thanking you once again for your continued support of our radio ministry broadcast. For the past few weeks, we've been learning about our spiritual authority as it relates to gifts. And in today's message, Dr. Mills reminded us that everyone has a gift. God's purpose for creating mankind is to rule the earth using the spiritual authority that he's delegated to us. His desire is for us to reflect his nature on earth as it is in heaven. Genesis chapter 1 verses 27 and 28 in the NIV confirms this by saying, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them saying, be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it, rule over the fish of the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. What's key in this passage of scripture is knowing that God created us with a purpose, which is to rule the earth on his behalf using spiritual authority. Again, in Genesis chapter one, verse 28, it says, God blessed them meaning that he has empowered us to prosper using our spiritual authority when ministering our gifts. This is a mandate from God in which he expects everyone to follow. Being aware that everyone has a gift should give us a different perspective on how we value and relate to people. This is actually how God sees us and how he expects us to see others as well, especially those within the body of Christ. When we recognize the gifts in other people, we should do all that we can to support them. In doing so, we ensure that the body of Christ is being edified as well as being supplied with what it needs. You might be saying to yourself, I know what my gift is, but how do I recognize the gifts in other people? Well, when we interact with people, we should pay close attention to what they say and what they do. Not all gifts are obvious, like singing, dancing, or having athletic abilities. Some can be subtle, such as a person having the ability to provide encouraging words. 
sound judgment, or wisdom pertaining to a certain subject. We should always be mindful of what God is saying or doing through the lives of his people. This can be done with everyone we encounter, especially with those that are the closest to us, such as family, friends, and co-workers. I can remember a time when I used to oversee the men who usher in our church. There was one gentleman who joined the group who seemed to have a very natural instinct for many of the things that we counted on these men to do. Because he was new to our group, I thought that he would be a good fit to work alongside the other men. But as we continued to work together, I noticed that he actually had a greater ability to serve in that capacity than I initially thought. And I ended up asking him to lead that group, and he's doing an excellent job. God has given us spiritual gifts according to our abilities. And since God created us, he knows exactly what gifts we have and the capacity for which we can handle them. God also knows the who, what, when, where, and how our gifts will be the most effective. And he speaks of this in Jeremiah, the 29th chapter, in verse 11. In the NIV, it says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Family, allowing God to lead us in our area of gifting is a key to our success. Amen. Along with allowing God to lead us, we must also have the proper mindset when ministering our gifts. Our gifts are meant to encourage, inspire, support, teach, and cause change for the betterment in a person's life. As believers, using our God-given authority, we should have a significant level of influence in whatever environment we find ourselves in. That environment should reflect God's culture, which is made up of his customs, character, and most importantly, his mindset. These are all byproducts of our spiritual authority being utilized when God's gifts are in operation. When exercising spiritual authority through our gifts, we may not see change instantaneously, but if we hold fast to our faith in what God is doing through us, we will undoubtedly accomplish all that he has purposed us to do. Our gifts in operation are the tools we use to keep the body of Christ functioning at the capacity that God intended it to. We all have a specific part that makes up the whole. We're all serving in our own separate areas of gifting while still connected to each other to bring about a change in our society. What propels us to use our ministry gifts is the love that we have for ourselves, one another, and most importantly, the love and reverence that we have for God. Unfortunately, there are those that don't fully understand what it means to serve as unto the Lord who are using their spiritual gifts to manipulate, abuse, and to take advantage of people for their own benefit. This is the complete opposite of what spiritual authority and gifts are meant to be used for. These acts of cruelty have been occurring for thousands of years and are still being used to this day. In Matthew, the fifth chapter, verses 43 through 48, Jesus teaches on how we should respond to these persecutions. I'll be reading from the NLT and it says, You have heard the law that says, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, Love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. In that, you'll be acting as true children of your Father in heaven. If you love only those who love you, what reward is there for that? If you're kind only to your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that. But you're to be perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Jesus is ultimately saying that although we may have been mistreated, we should rise above the feeling of hatred toward those that mistreat us. Instead, we should use our spiritual authority, which in this case is to pray and act in the spirit of love toward those that persecute us. 
Listen, you guys, our love for God should motivate us to have a desire for everyone to succeed in spite of how they may have offended us or those that we care for. So, in summary, operating in spiritual authority is an act of love, which is the greatest gift that we could ever give. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, family, that's all we have time for today. We hope you were blessed by today's teaching. And if you'd like to give in support of this broadcast, visit our website at agapeembassy.org. And as always, we love you and we'll see you next week. To receive your gift of today's message on CD, simply send your donation of no less than $10 in the form of a check or money order to Agape Embassy Ministries. 5775 Barclay Drive, Suite 7, Alexandria, Virginia, 22315. Visit us on the web at www.agapeembassy.org. Dr. Mills invites you to listen to the broadcast for more Reigning in Life Through Faith. Join us for our Sunday morning encounters at 9.30 a.m. and Wednesday evening Bible study at 7.30 p.m. We are located at 5775 Barclay Drive in Alexandria, Virginia. Or give us a call at 703-971-7202. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.